Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are in the middle of January again, talking about prayer and the beauty of prayer and the privilege of prayer, really. Uh, yeah, I love this. I love this point that we're at where we're giving, talking through examples of real, real Bible characters that and how they have have modeled deaths for us. Yes. So it's a fun, com, com, fun conversation for me. Yeah, and it's going to be. Uh, we're walking through Old Testament characters, and we get into the New Testament characters, and so uh, we obviously have, uh, you know, the beauty of the Gospels with Jesus, and he. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, one of our discussion points, which is what we started this whole series on, is uh, Jesus said to his disciples, "Up until now, you haven't had to pray, mm-hmm. and now you can um, and pray in my name. And by the way, it's it's actually going to be even more powerful than what you are doing. You know, and and, and of course, when I asked people, what do you think he meant by that? They weren't sure. I said, well, think about why they didn't have to pray." Well, they were, mm-hmm. they had God with them all the time. Right. Um, and that he said, really prayer is doing life together mm-hmm. and you're with me and I'm with you and I'm walking you places. Uh, you're encountering situations. You have questions. You wonder about what to do. You wonder what I'm going to do and what I'm going to reveal to you. And, and we just talked about it all the time. So in the same way that, you, you know, Jesus speaking to his disciples, the same relationship that we've had for three years actually is going to continue mm-hmm. because I'm going to now be in you and I will communicate with you through my speaking from within and you'll hear my voice and know and know me and we can still be in that same dialogue process of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's such a beautiful experience. And we learned last time when you talked about David uh, when he was at Kayla. And he went through a whole se- sequence of, am I supposed to go? My men don't want to go. Yes. Uh, now that we're here, thank you. Hey, by the way, Saul's coming after you. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he really coming? Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, are these are these men going to hand me over when they shouldn't because I saved them? Yes. Yep. <laughs> so that means even though before you've always given me the power to have victory, Mm-hmm. In this case, you're telling me that's not true. God right. says exactly. I would need you need to leave. Uh, you got to go back to the caves. And yeah, but <laughs> we like it here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, and you you and I talked about um, uh, if you uh, you know if as you uh, if we looked at David, you know that or we talked about that. Well, God, would you just take care of this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to surrender to that because you've you've taken care of me before, so I'll just trust that you're going to take care of me. Right. And God says, "Well, I'm letting you know. If you stay here, you're probably going to get killed." 
Right. My taking care of you is giving you instructions yeah, to leave. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, and I need you to follow what I have to say because I know more than you. Um, and by mm-hmm. the way, um, the uh, part of the, and, and again, as we try to unpack that a little bit, part of the reason is that it wasn't time yet mm-hmm. for uh, Saul to be taken out. Mm-hmm. And that there was more for David to learn and receive and be part of before he was going to become king. And it was all about timing. Um, and so if you, if you try to thwart my time and, and you take into your own hands to get rid of Saul and think that I'm going to support you, I'm not. Interesting enough, you're the one that's going to be harmed here. So if it was, if it was you, I'd, I'd leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. And which he does. He says, I got it. No problem. Um, I'm out. Uh, and his men leave. Okay, now here's the question. Here's the here's what I talked about uh, yesterday about some insight. Um, he left. Mm-hmm. The men of Kayla never handed him over because they never had mm-hmm. the opportunity to hand him over. So how did God know that they would? Well, because God sees it and knows. He sees around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and and but he didn't. But it didn't happen. See, so it's it's. Uh, there's uh, this interesting thing. He knew what would happen. What happened. If they stayed. Yes. Because, uh, and we have a little bit of a visual for that. Uh, mm-hmm. And we can, we can play a game called virtual reality. Hmm. And that is that, you know, we can put on this headset and you can see things. And actually it's as you're in the middle of it. Mm. And you're playing it out and you can see it, experience it. But it doesn't really happen. It's all visual. Mm-hmm. And God, if look, think of God's capability is he can see things in virtual reality. And mm-hmm. that is that if you take that path, I know what the outcome's going to be uh, because I'll see all of the activity of it, even though I'm asking you don't take that path which mm-hmm. means that none of that that just happened or that I just told you was going to happen ever happened. Right. But I can see it could happen if, and by the way, if, if you, you stay, if you stay there or if you take that path, this is, this really is going to happen. So that the beauty of God is that not only does he know, because when we say things like he knows what's around the corner, he knows the future, mm-hmm. we tend to limit that to, well, what really will happen? In addition to that, that's a really good insight. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to that, he knows what might happen. Mm -hmm. And, and if you follow that path, I I can see that, you know, this is, this is going to be the way to go. Like, for example, um, uh, people that are, uh, I work with particularly executives that are looking uh, to maybe make a change or go to a new position uh, is that, okay, here's a company I like, um, uh, I'd like to take this job. And God says, well, after you, if you took that job mm-hmm. in six months, you're going to wind up in a situation where the company's going to fail. Uh, you're going to have a boss that isn't going to treat you well. You're going to have all kinds of conflict. Um, and therefore, I'm urging you and telling you that's not my choice. I have something else. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if they said, okay, I, I don't take that. They never experienced any of that. So it wasn't like, well, that's what happened. It's rather God, right. God sees what could happen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, it's not generic. It's, and that's interesting too, like for us in terms of building our faith, because we tend to want to actually see it in order to build faith. Right. And, and sometimes the faith building is in not seeing what could have happened because we were obedient. That's right. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's right. And that's where, uh, I, I do say that, uh, a lot of times when you look at God's will, it's that he prevented you from experiencing right. something that actually you'll never know. Right. Uh, but you can trust it, you know. And so mm-hmm. um, as we go deeper with that, so just just understand the beautiful uh, capability and breadth of God is is bigger than we think. And so let's go to the next example, which is actually David's son, uh, Solomon. And this is uh, 1 Kings 3. Um, and uh, uh, just go ahead and do uh, 1 through uh, 9 to start with, uh, or excuse me, okay. uh, 3 through 9. Uh First, uh, first Kings three, three through nine, three through nine. Okay. And Solomon loved the Lord walking in the statutes of his father, David, except that he sacrificed and burned incense in the high places. Now the King went to Gibeon to sacrifice there for that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar at Gibeon. The Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask, what shall I give you? And Solomon said, you have shown great mercy to your servant, David, my father, because he walked before you in truth and righteousness and an uprightness of heart with you. You have continued this great kindness for him, and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father, David, but I am a little child. I don't know how to go or go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen, a great people too numerous to be numbered or counted. Therefore, give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? Yeah. Uh, Now, this is uh, uh, another interesting uh, thought about God's will and the privilege of God's will is that Solomon is the child of David and Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> was it God's will that David do what he did and wind up with Bathsheba? Was that his original no. will? No. No. Um, matter of and fact. And we know that because that's contrary to his law, really. Yeah. You know? Well, and plus, and plus um, he was challenged by this, that he had sinned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God never, never says, my will is for you to sin. Right. And, you know, because David was tempted, uh, desired her, took her, mm-hmm. she gets pregnant. He says, uh-oh, um, I got to take care of this. Brings her husband and, home. And then he sends some more. <laughs> uh, brings Uriah home. Hey, go, you know, go lay with your wife. No, I can't because my men are at war. And said, okay. Then he sends him out and he tells his leaders, uh, when you go to battle, everybody step back. So that you're right. Put him on the front row, by, yeah. <laughs> by alone, and he gets killed, and he got killed. So he murders, commits mm-hmm. adultery, murders, and by the way, they have a child. Um, the child that you know she was pregnant with. Um, Nathan comes to to, to David. Uh, what would you do if? Mm-hmm. And David said, "I would. That person would be killed, and and punished. Uh, how awful that that person in that story." that you just described to me. And Nathan looks mm. to David and said, David, that's you. That's <laughs> you. Uh-oh. 
Um, and he immediately, uh, first of all, he doesn't deny it, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which a lot of people tend to do, and uh, or, or rationalize that. He said, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I received that. And he, and he basically goes into a great, and you can read this in Psalm 51, he goes into a great uh, repentance mm-hmm. and says, I sinned against you, God. I know I did. I deserve everything you want to do to me. Um, and, and if you if you have kindness, uh, keep my Holy Spirit activity back with me and don't mm-hmm. reject me and may I have another shot, you know. And God said, yes, okay. Um, the son gets sick and David goes into mourning uh, mm-hmm. of uh, literally not eating and uh, goes with sackcloth and ashes and said, you know, uh, could you please save this kid? And uh, and God says no. Hmm. The kid dies. Um, uh, David uh, obviously uh, you know saw that something was up with his servants. Uh, what what do you got? What do you guys what are you guys worried about here? Uh, your kid died. Okay. Hmm. Um, and he he gets up, cleans himself off, goes has a feast. And moves on, you know, and they said, mm-hmm. well, you were mourning when he was dying. He died. And now you're back celebrating. And guess, and, G- and David said, yeah, because the past is past. Mm. I deserve the, the consequence. There's nothing I can do about it. But as and he said, I kind of learned. And of course, Paul says this really beautifully. Forget the things that lay behind and press on to the high calling, right. of, calling of Christ Jesus. And he was a great example of releasing. There is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't need to live in guilt. I deserve it. Right. And what I did was was wrong, but um, I'm ready to go on. Okay. So then, right. they, and they, that's a result of true repentance. So now they have another baby, Solomon, mm-hmm. uh, and Solomon grows up. Uh, because of the mistake, does that mean, and this is what, what is so interesting about this, does this mean that God can't bless both David, Bathsheba, and Solomon now that they're moving forward? No, no, absolutely not. See, yeah. see life is always now forward. The gospel mm-hmm. is always, how about now? Yeah, yeah, I know there's mistakes. Yep, I you deserve all the things you that you caused trouble with. I understand that. But how about now, given where you've wound up, given that you took Bathsheba and she's now your wife, she wasn't supposed to be, but she is, given that that now you two have a son, a new son, Solomon, mm-hmm. how about if I just walk you into the beauty of the covenant from here? Do you have a heart to go? And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of God is that his will, and this is what's important, his will isn't a blueprint that if you go off the line, you're out. Right. It's I can I can make it work. I can I can re GPS you no problem. Uh, yeah, I love that GPS illustration of recalculating. Yeah, you know, a repentant heart is just that recalculating, yeah. and he'll still get you there. That's it. Um, so here we got Solomon, and um, Solomon has learned, and so think of Solomon. He's probably. At this time, he's probably you know anywhere from you know fifteen to eighteen years old, mm-hmm. uh, an adult. He would have been equivalent because of of the training he did with David 
uh, equivalent to taking a Harvard MBA. He would have been a, mm-hmm. a skilled manager, leader, um, and he's observed, been with David in court, decision-making, seeking God's will, all of these things, he's observed it. And so he's a very talented kid. And now David's ready to hand over the kingdom to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to be the king. Uh, so God goes to Solomon and says, well, what would you like? Um, and his response is, is so beautiful in terms of what, mm-hmm. what prayer is like. But he says, what does, what does he say? God, God says, well, what, what's on your heart, Solomon, now as you're stepping into this role? Yeah, he basically comes with just beautiful, authentic humility yeah. and, and says, you know, I'm, I am not capable of this role, but I know you are. Can you give me the wisdom to navigate this and the discernment to lead your people? Because these are your people and I know it matters. Yeah. And, and so he learned and David, I think, really worked hard at this, uh, which is a beautiful characteristic of remember uh, we talked uh, yesterday uh, about David and Kayla is given that he could have said, I'm going to go do this mm-hmm. every single time. He said, well, now what? Right. Um, and he taught that to Solomon because Solomon says, well, um, I'm first of all, I'm going to approach every decision mm-hmm. as if I don't know. I'm going mm-hmm. to approach it, even though I'm a skilled kid. And I know lots of things. I'm going to approach everything because that's the way my father taught me is, Mm -hmm. son, don't think you know the answer because why? Well, God knows what's around the corner. God can play Mm -hmm. out that virtual reality. Um, He knows more than you and it's always bigger than you and there's a bigger story than you. So don't think you know and just Mm -hmm. approach it. And he says, I'm going to approach it as if I'm a little kid and I don't know. Okay, so think about a little kid. He's talking about really the life of a toddler. When a toddler's making decisions, fundamentally, what, how do they approach it with you as a parent? What do you, you know, asking you, what are you saying? What do you yeah. want to do? What are we doing next? What do we do? What, what do we do now? What do we do now? And um, they don't even have a thought of telling you, I'm going to go do this. They mm-hmm. don't even have that thought. It's just, well, I don't even know. So I'll follow you. Uh, and that's what he says. I'm going to have that heart. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, he says in, in the, uh, the Hebrew, uh, it says, uh, you know, give me a sincere heart. Uh, give me a, uh, a heart, you know, that can process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go ahead. You got that. If you got that in verse nine. Yeah, it says, therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart, heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil. Yeah. Uh, an understanding heart, a sincere heart. The, uh, the Hebrew there is really uh, a wonderful word. Uh, give me a hearing heart. Mm. Um, in other words, I know that I want to be in constant dialogue with you mm-hmm. so that I can hear your leading, your guiding, your insight, your truth as I walk down the paths, approaching mm-hmm. it as I'm not going to assume anything. And I'm not going to go to fatalism. Um, I need to hear what you have to say. So, Mm -hmm. Father, if there's anything that I want, could you keep me in that spot where I can hear what you have to say? Mm, And you give me you give me that ability. So that's our prayer inside the prayer. 
Mm-hmm. It's always, um, well, Father, uh, could you give me the ability and the sensitivity and the uh, understanding to keep hearing your voice? Um, if mm-hmm. you got your Bible there, um, jump over to uh, uh, Psalm 143 if you can and just read verses uh, 8 and 9 to start with. Sure. Psalm 143, 143, 143, 8 and 9. All right. It says, cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to the to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Yeah. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies, and you I take shelter. Yeah. And go ahead. One more verse on that. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Yeah. Um, in the land of promises. So he says... Uh, caused me to hear your loving kindness. By the way, the loving kindness, the word loving kindness is covenant loyalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, caused me to hear what you're going to do to deliver the covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm asking you to cause me to hear it. Cause me to know the way I should walk to have you deliver the covenant. Deliver me from the enemy. Make sure he can't thwart what your will is. Lead me and guide me into your truth and your will because your spirit is good. Um, mm-hmm. and good there is, is superb, excellent, the very, very best. Uh, so what Solomon was saying is I would like to be in a position where we have this ongoing relationship that I can always stay in this place of dialogue mm-hmm. to hear, to know, to process, to have clarity about your will, which is going to be best and none better. And of anything that I could ask for, I know something. If I can stay here mm-hmm. and we can be in that relationship, everything that I ever am going to experience is going to be over the top fantastic. So I think I'll just go with mm. you. Um, and of course, God says, because you ask it, this is, you know, later, I'm going to yeah. give, I'm going to give you wonderful stuff, you know, that will be greater than anybody's ever gotten. Um, I love, even as we read this, you know, just that word, um, in verse eight, cause me, yeah. you know, cause me to hear right there is humility again, yes. is recognizing even this is up to God to give us. You know, we, we come under him for him to make it so that we can have an understanding heart for him to make it so that we have a heart to hear and that we can understand and discern. And just that, that genuine humility on the most basic level of this is all about you, God, and I'm just connecting with you. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, and then he says, um, I know something that if I do that, if I have a hearing heart, I will know the ability to discern mm-hmm. between good and evil. Right. Um, and and so think about that. Um, and this is interesting. Um, the word evil mm-hmm. isn't isn't dark, awful black. So we would think, well, let me let me know the difference between God and Satan. He's, right. He's, that's not what it's saying. Um, mm-hmm. If we, by the way, Jesus said in, in uh, John chapter 10, my sheep hear my voice. Mm-hmm. And you know the difference between my voice and a stranger's voice or the enemy's voice. He said, so that's not fuzzy. That won't be fuzzy. You don't, right. you don't need, you're not going to need a whole lot to know the difference between me and Satan. Don't, don't worry. Mm. But he said the word evil there are things that annoy, frustrate, irritate, oppress, and cause you great difficulty that you could have avoided if you had had discernment. 
Mm. Um, and so he says, give me the ability to discern it. Okay, now think about um, why would I ask for discernment about anything? What, what is it that I need that I, that I struggle with in discerning? Yeah. A lot of times we need discernment between what is good and what is best. Yeah. You know, things that both look good on the surface, but we need God's wisdom and insight and discernment as to what's coming in order to really determine that. Right. Right. And so it's, it's, um, um, it's not obvious and based upon what I see in the natural, Mm -hmm. It looks pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I should go that way because it looks pretty good to me mm-hmm. or attractive. And, and again, you know, think about the last story we talked about with David is what was good for him? Staying in Kayla. Staying, exactly. It well, was this, comfortable. It was this convenient. Looks, this looks pretty good. <laughs> so um, um, as far as, you know, he said, if, I, if I'm left to my own thought, I'm staying. Because mm-hmm. I've decided it looks pretty good, and God says, "But if you seek discernment, my revelation of what I can show you that I know that you don't, you'll recognize that if you stay on this path or you follow that action, you're going to have trouble, difficulty, uh, things that oppress uh, come against you." And I see that, and now you have the ability to know God's best and not God's best. Mm-hmm. And by the way, God's not best means you're going to wind up with evil, difficult things that, that are mm-hmm. uh, pressing you. So uh, he says, I need to take you deeper so that you see what I see. Mm-hmm. On the surface, it looks pretty good. I'm going to lift the curtain and show you something. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I understand now. This is not going to be good if I follow this. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and he said, what does that require? A hearing heart. Uh, mm-hmm. Why? So we can stay in dialogue about what? About the things that I'm facing right now. So, hey, uh, God, should we go down and save Kayla? Yep. Yeah, my, 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 my men don't want to. I know. Bring him here. Let's all talk about it. I'll give you discernment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Saul's coming after me. We want to stay. Are we supposed to go? Uh, yep, he's coming. Time to go. <laughs> and and uh, the truth is that what looks good to you or your assumption of what should be is going to be evil. Mm-hmm. Remember the evil, the term is things that oppress, irritate, annoy, frustrate, and cause you difficulty. It, that's what's going to happen. And I don't want you to have to stay with that. By the way, the world has enough of that automatically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, let me help you with that. And so let me show you the difference between my very best. And that's why in that Psalm 143, cause me to hear mm-hmm. your loving kindness, your loyalty to the covenant, which mm-hmm. is going to keep me in the good and not be in the evil. Right, right. So think about the privilege of prayer. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and if, you, if you go underneath it all, um, there's, there's really two fundamental prayers about everything all the time. Number one, what do you have to say to me about this? Mm-hmm. Number two, 
give me the ability to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's good. Isn't that cool? <laughs> uh, that's really good. Uh, and I have a heart to. Mm-hmm. And you said you will. And I, I'll hear. And by the way, when I hear, a lot of times, like we saw with David or David's men, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, so, and God said, that's, that's good. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Share with me. What do you see? What do you, what are you struggling with? Why is this a problem for you? Um, what are you trying to work through? God says, let me walk you through discernment until mm-hmm. you say, ah, I got it. Um, right. and, and by the way, we've talked about, and we'll talk more about examples. We have a privilege. God says, not only am I going to show you, I'm going to show your spouse. I'm going to show your friend. I'm going to show your inner circle who's going to help you say, do you see and hear what God's saying? Mm -hmm. It's, it's a, it's just a beautiful, one uh, of the beautiful gifts of community, right? Yeah. yeah. And so Solomon's uh, prayer is so fantastic. Hey, what do you want? Well, I'm going to approach everything as if I don't know. Mm -hmm. And could you just give me a hearing heart? So I can hear what you have to say and I'll just stay with you. And I know, Mm -hmm. therefore, you'll tell me what you have to say and I can hear it. And what a privilege that is. I just want to be in relationship with you. Uh, So that's that's prayer. And what a a great example of prayer. So we'll we'll pick up another example uh, next time. But uh, what a what a fantastic uh, illustration. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful. The humble heart, the seeking, the wisdom, knowing that God is the source yeah. and being willing to take literally everything to him. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is a great example. I think we often save just the big things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he wants it all. He wants it all. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.